Gregory bravely sacrificed himself to become the ship's rudder. <laughs> I think that's false. Oh, uh, Master Splinter's super totes mad. What? Yes! Yeah. yeah! Two broomsticks at the same time. Expecto Patronum! You'll never amount to anything! Completely false. If it was Andy's girthy candy, there's no way they'd ever change that So, name. so, wait, is it goblins? Did I get it wrong? Oh, this one is true! I am chocolate. <laughs> and the theme of today's podcast is... Wait, are we still in the intro? Hello and welcome back, listeners, to the Allegedly Podcast, where me and my co-host get a mystery topic coupled with some mystery facts, and it's our job to figure out which facts are real and which facts are fake. My name is Alex, and with us always is Joe. Woo-ha! Woo-ha! Dude, we are, we are rolling into a, uh, a new year. We're in December, and yep. uh, it's pretty exciting. We're counting it down, man. <laughs> Dude, uh, and, and and as the year rolls up, we got some weird shit going on. Apparently Kanye West is a straight-up Nazi, so that that's ending the year. That That's Kinda a turn. Weird. That's a turn. <laughs> this is a ye-ear, for sure. Like, yeah. No, it's fucking weird. Like, what the fuck is happening? Like, like what, what, what's going on? I don't know. Like, I wonder if... I wonder if 2023 Kanye goes out, but Mel Gibson gets back in. <laughs> We're like, look, well, okay. you, like, you said some shit, but I guess you weren't that bad. <laughs> Dude, seriously, here's the thing. Kanye, he went all in. Like, it wasn't a little bit. Mel Gibson tickled, right? He, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, gosh, dang it, anti-Semitism, blah, blah, blah. And then he stepped away. He's like, yeah, I'm crazy. I'll see you guys later. Right. And that was it, you know? But fucking Kanye just went out and was like, yeah, the Nazis are okay. Like, uh, whoa? Yeah, that's a... <laughs> it's certainly a choice, man. Yeah. But maybe yep, maybe things will out. turn around. Hopefully 2023 won't be the year of Senator Herschel Walker. <laughs> That'd be oh, nice. I hope, oh, I hope Georgia yes. pulls this one out. <laughs> We should get him. We should get him on because his movie breakdowns are real good. Oh, dude! <laughs> when he Wait, talks when about he vampires and werewolves, woo! Oh, dude, it's it's next level. It is truly next level. Like these, I just don't understand it, dude. I, I, I we don't normally get overly political. Like we we poke and jab and make fun and all that shit. But what the fuck? <laughs> It was it was fucking weird. Uh, Someone, uh, a YouTuber I watch, uh, Maggie May Fish, she just did she did a breakdown of The Apprentice, uh, (laughs) the reality show that our former president used to host. Uh, Mm -hmm. Guess who was on the first season? Kanye West. Herschel Herschel Walker. Walker. (laughs) Was he? Yeah. (laughs) He rolled. I'm like, oh, okay. Great. Gosh, it's just one giant circle jerk. Yeah, I was like, oh man. And he was like, he's the same guy. Like, you know. Oh man. Well, and so, like, I, I and then earlier uh, the in the week, we had uh, the former president, same host of, you know, The Apprentice, coming out saying we need to suspend fucking the Constitution. <laughs> Nothing like, says democracy like getting rid of democracy. Yes. Well, you got first. You got to get rid of democracy to save democracy. Didn't you know that? 
The only way to make democracy great again is by first destroying it. First, you gotta make democ make democracy bad again, and then mm. you can make democracy great again. Yeah, Look, yeah, yeah. you ask any it. chef. The only way you're gonna make an omelet is by leaving eggs out to spoil, then cracking them. <laughs> Look, it's that old, it's that old thing, right? You gotta spend money to make money. Like, dude, that's saying so fucking dumb. Like. Right. No, yeah, you have to buy product and, and pay for employees. You got to spend money to make. Yeah, we fucking get it, bro. Like, people are fucking breaking everything they have and then fucking making it new. God yeah. damn it. Just so fucking ridiculous. You got to spend money to make money. Until you make so much money, you don't want to give other people any money. Man, the beginning, this oh, this intro is pretty pretty down to earth right now. We need to pump it up. We got a we weird topic. We're hitting we hard. Well, uh... Let's liven this up with a topic. Holy shit. <laughs> let's uh, let's hope it's top was... five Herschel Walker movie reviews. <laughs> man looking at woman looking at man looking at social media. Right. You haven't been watching a movie and you've been like, this movie's not that great, but I'm going to keep on watching because maybe it's going to turn out to be great. You're like, yes, that's called watching a movie. Holy shit. All right, dude. We got a topic. Let's get psyched up. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah. Get that baby oil on it. We got to get more baby oil on this podcast. <laughs> so let me bring this up here. All right. So let's let's jump straight into the topic for the podcast. And if it's political, that'd be fucking hilarious. So today's topic is courtroom drama. Not hey, Ooh. I have a feeling Kanye is about to be in some, so yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty good. We're we're not bad. <laughs> oh shit! All right, dude. Well, let's jump to fact number one and see what we got here. Fact number one: In 1992, a Florida judge ruling on a case about a boat explosion apparently enjoyed the movies Wayne's World so much he peppered his written decision with phrases and quotes from the movie including hurling chunks, swing, not worthy, way and party on. I mean <laughs> It almost sounds too good to be true. When did wait, okay, I can't look this up, but when did Wayne's World come out though? 1992. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. What do you think? So so he goes in this judge spent his entire life getting a judgeship most likely mm -hmm. sees this movie was so transformed by it it was it had such a transformative effect on this judge that he now puts in movie because this is not the first time this would have happened this is just the time he got caught right yeah like you gotta go into his other dissertations yeah. <laughs> and he's like this is not very swing <laughs> like how do you work in some of these hurling chunks i can get i can see that with a boat explosion right mm -hmm. the explosion happened it hurled a lot of tongues swing though where do you fit swing in yeah that's got that's got to be a hard one mm. and then like party on like they continue to party on yeah like yeah like you can work that into a sentence but obviously not you know. worthy like, yeah, maybe maybe they could say something like the the boat the helmsman was not worthy of being a helmsman, 
So he mm-hmm. crashed the boat and exploded or some shit. Like, a lot of this stuff, you could probably work into it. But Schwing. That's a tough, like... Because I imagine, in a case about a boat explosion, it was who's <laughs> liable for said boat explosion. So, like, <laughs> did the helmsman look over at some sweet babes and was like, Oh, Schwing! Yeah, exactly. Like, they're taking testimony, and it's just yeah. like, as the helmsman said, I looked over and saw some sweet babes with no tops, and I was like, totally swing. <laughs> and his, like, decision-making. <laughs> now, I'd like to think the judge did this. Like, he didn't <laughs> swing. Well, can you read that back to me? The question was, what did exactly did he say at the hot babes? Quote, Schwing. <laughs> he said, babe alert, and then he followed up with a pelvic thrust with a schwing. <laughs> Eyewitness accounts say the boat of frat boys that were driving by before the explosion were <laughs> yelling a lot of schwing, party on, and some dude was hurling chunks. You see, your honor, <laughs> as I was speeding so close to the coastline, I was sitting there, I was like, watch this, guys. Camera one, camera two, camera one. <laughs> then I just saw sand. It's crazy. <laughs> it was in both cameras, Your Honor. It was in both cameras. Yeah, we were told to get a new boat, but we fear change. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like change. Fucking A, dude. Uh, they had to do the double take. Right, you have to. So like that, you know, like, and then they look and they're like, "Swing." And so, the judge finds ruling for the plaintiff. Oh, no money denied. Denied. <laughs> I saw this boat and I was like, "She will be mine." <laughs> Dude, the the longer goes on, I I only feel like the the judge's decision. Would have been read over like Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. and then like in the middle of his decision reading, he's like, "Hold on, guys!" And he just stops and does the head bobbing. He's like, "All right, back to it." Like, there's no way this has right. to be fake, right? This, yeah. Like, look, I love Wayne's World, and I love Florida, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm just—I get the distinct feeling that this is. This is just a little bit piece of juicy bait for us. Yeah. It's too good. It's, it's uh, almost, well, it's too perfect. But we got, okay, you are like an expert on Florida, as per our Florida episode. Yeah. Right? Also, not you, one you mention rock- of alligators or headbands. I'm out. Mm, yeah. Yep. So, it, it, you think in, you, the Florida, the Florida senses is not tingling on this one? Right. I'm also, like... Mm. You know, maybe the judge was a fan of Wayne's World, but putting schwing. <laughs> that's, that's I know, that's hard. the one that's tough. When they would schwing, right, what were mm-hmm. they doing? They were looking at, like, hot babes, right? Yeah, and number or, one, or, Gar's mom, show wing. Show wing. I'm sorry, Garth, <laughs> but your mom's a fox. Also, yeah, I think Schwing's from the SNL skits. I don't yeah. I don't remember well, I Schwing. He does it. Oh no, he does, does it he on do the TV show, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they do it once on the TV show and I thought he did it once when he saw what's her face on the mm. stage when they were uh 
Vanessa. <laughs> What's her name? Cru- Vanessa. Yeah. What was that? Crucial Taunt. Mm-hmm. Was the band? Yeah. 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 They're just. Who's playing tonight? Shitty Beatles. Are they good? Oh no, they're shitty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's not just a clever name. So, <clears throat> um, okay, but your so your Florida meters down. It's not, it's yeah, not, I'm not. It's I'm not, not swinging. It. It's you, you, there's no swing on this on this Florida meter. No. All right. Well then, <laughs> I almost did said Bill. They're like right? almost the same fucking characters. I gotta get my shit in order. I gotta get my swing in order, bro. Fucking <laughs> read dude. They, why can't we have a universe crossover with these two? Oh, that would have been fucking amazing in the last Bill and Ted movie. <laughs> yeah, dude. They they bump into like, hey, excellent. All right. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Alright, let's let's get to the answer. We're going to go false. That in 1992, a Florida judge ruling on a case about a boat explosion apparently enjoyed a movie, the movie Wade's World, so much that he peppered his written decision with the phrases and quotes from the movie. Three, two, one, bam! Yo, fuck, it's true! Damn. This is real! Damn, we Florida. We underestimated Florida. God damn it. We underestimated Florida and it bit us. It bit us hard, dude. Oh my god. We can never do that again. It's not very swing of us. <laughs> and his name's Judge Payne. No. Yeah, Judge no, no. Payne really wanted, yes, Payne, I'm, P-A-I-N-E, I'm thro- Payne. I'm throwing a shenanigans flag. Dude, it's it's like an old dude, too. His hair's like white. He's got liver spots. Like, he's old as fuck. And he, he probably watched Wayne's World, and he's like, excellent. <laughs> Fine, now I understand the use, you know. (laughs) So, okay, Judge Payne really wanted to turn Payne's world into Wayne's world. Oh, that's fucking good. That's funny. Seemingly out of nothing more than sheer enthusiasm for the highly quotable flick. The summary section where he described the circumstances surrounding the boat explosion and the spewing of flame material into other boats was titled uh, Hurling Chunks. (laughs) Okay. That's pretty good. He's like, you're, if you're going to spew, spew into this. <laughs> the sections where he rules against them are not, are appropriately titled not and a swing and a miss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, fuck. I didn't think about using the word swing as swing. That's fucking yeah. brilliant. Dude, a swing, too. Like. That's a boner. So he's like a, a boner shwing. and not getting laid. Oh, uh, swing and a miss, <laughs> dude. That's fucking real. Oh, I give that one five swings out of five. All right. <laughs> and his conclusion sentence, though, is a real gem. Prime Time is the company involved in the case. Prime Time's removal is a defect deemed way improvident. <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah. Deemed way improvident. Ways in quotes. <laughs> Primetime's most bogus attempt at removal is not worthy, and the defendants must party on in state court. After reading the decision, a blonde man reportedly jumped up and yelled, Listen, man, I'm not going to jail for you or for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't happen, but it should have. 
Listen, man. God damn it. Why is this real? Ugh. Fucking well played. Chunk. Fucking Dude, seriously. Judge Payne. Well played. Dude. I guarantee you, like, he's old in this, and so probably he's dead now. But I really hope he started his uh, hearings with, Welcome to Payne's World. <laughs> Payne's you know World! I mean? Payne's World! <laughs> Party time! <laughs> Excellent! Sentencing time! Excellent! Woo, 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 woo! <laughs> he doesn't have enough hair. He, he wears, like, a hat and comes to court. Hey, it has to stop Brett Michaels. That's fine. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's true. So, party on, Payne. <laughs> oh, you just gotta, you just gotta get the nine-inch-tall bandana. You're cool, dude. <laughs> you can cover it up. Yeah. Holy shit. Fucking well, party on, Payne. Party on, dude. Well, we got that one wrong. That's okay though. That one was a curveball and a massive curveball of that. That was, I mean. That was that was Florida floor floor flow riding hard, dude. That was flow riding. That that's about a swing. That was a swing and not a miss, bro. Right? Yeah, yeah. That was insanity. <laughs> All right, let's jump into fact number two and see if we can redeem ourselves. We got we're we're owing one right now. Not a not here a, we go. Not a strongest start. No, we don't have strong starts right now. Like, if we get the first one wrong, that doesn't bode well. But every once in a while, we pull ourselves out of that hole pretty quickly. Right. So, could be one of those days, man. <laughs> hey, hey, Joe here from Allegedly. Real quick, I want to tell you about this week's sponsor, Newsly. Newsly is an audio app for your iOS or Android that picks up the most trending articles from the topics that are most important to you, and here's the trick, reads them to you in a natural human voice. From the Batman to Bitcoin, Kiev to the Kardashians, follow any topic your heart desires. And while you're there, go ahead and check out their featured podcasts from over 50 countries, like say, I don't know, allegedly. I've been using it for over a week now, and I'm loving the convenience of having my news and podcasts all in one place. So come and join me by clicking the link in the description and downloading Newsly for free. As an added bonus, go ahead and use the promo code Allegedly and receive one month of their premium subscription for free. Stop scrolling and start listening. Okay, back to the show. All right, here we go. Fact number two. In 1991, a Michigan man sued Anheuser-Busch for false advertising, claiming that after drinking Bud Light, his fantasies about being... Surrounded by sexy, bikini-clad women on beaches failed to materialize like they did in the commercials. Wait, Anheuser-Busch is not... It wasn't Anheuser-Busch, right? They didn't get bought until, like, the 2000s, right? Oh, no, it's been Anheuser-Busch for a long time. Oh, okay. I thought they got bought recently by that uh, by a German oh. beer company. Mm-mm. Oh, oh. Anheuser-Busch. Or anheuser Right, I was like, no, like Anheuser Busch, um, yeah, they've owned Budweiser forever. Oh, okay. So, dude sells then because he didn't have. I mean, I totally think a dude would sell or would would sue, right? He's like, look, I've had like fifteen of these, and all I get here is dudes in fucking banana hammocks, and I'm getting tired of it. <laughs> yeah. You know what Bud Light brings to my house? More sexy drunk guys. 
<laughs> when are the women showing up? <laughs> Look, your, your honor, it's a total sausage fest. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and the honor's like, well, you'll never be short of schwings, so I rule in favor of Anvihires or Bush. <laughs> Party on, dude. <laughs> dude, no. I... You, okay, I guess the real question is: Do you think somebody's stupid enough to sue on the ground? Okay, well, wait, wait. Let me let me par- let me let me bring this back here. Mm. In order to sue, okay, yep. you have to structure your case. Typically, you structure it through a lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. And then the lawyer puts that in front of a judge, and the judge can say, you know, yes, the case, right? Like that's the process that, as I understand it, they'll take. You know, they can hear the case out, or they can throw it out, or you know, all that shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, this is in Michigan. Dude does not have sexy bikini-clad women on beaches that failed to materialize. One, Michigan is cold as fuck. What the fuck are they going to do in bikinis? <laughs> right? Like, why, why did this guy think this was going to happen? Let, let's, let's, let's set aside the fucking chicks showing up in bikinis. Let's talk about fucking that. They'll be showing up in, like, you know, fucking snow jackets. You know what I mean? But then again, you know, those commercials, they show them skiing and then right, I'm like, cl- clearly you've never seen any snow bunnies. Like, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, dude. Okay, so I'm, I guess that, that one makes sense. So Michigan snow bunnies is what he expected. Yes. Obvious. Obviously. <laughs> he's like, he's like, dude, I, I, I've been a big fan of Anheuser-Busch for the past 30 years. I exclusively drink them, you know. I drink at least a, three beers a night. And uh, I don't have any sexy bikini-clad women. All I get is uh, a broken liver and alcoholism. So <laughs> I'm suing on the grounds, suing on the grounds that that there was false advertising. Look, I'm not mad about the psoriasis of the liver. I'm just <laughs> mad that my hospital bed isn't surrounded by total babes. Yeah, I I ordered the hospital to bring in a case of Bud Light. Because I cannot risk not drinking for a day because of the bikini-clad women. They promised me that, and I just don't think I've drank enough, honestly. Look, I'm fine with my family leaving me. I just (laughs) want what's owed, okay? It's the principle of it. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, then the lawyer's like, you're right. We have a case. (laughs) (laughs) As... As per Article 3 of our complaint on which we were suing, my client saw next to no bikini-clad women while he was drinking and or consuming Anheuser-Busch's Bud Light. Dude, what if, what if Anheuser-Busch came back and said, uh, excuse me, your honor, the only promise we made is that bikini-clad women would show up if you drank Budweiser, not Bud Light. <laughs> so I was like... That argument is very worthy. I hear it, and uh, I rule in behalf of Anheuser Busch. <laughs> Look, all we promise with Bud Light is that you can get all the buzz with half the calories. <laughs> all right? it to a we didn't promise snow bunnies. <laughs> all, all we can say is the cool, crisp taste of Budweiser now contains less carbs, Your Honor. Right. <laughs> That is what we promised, and that is, by God, what he delivered. The judge is like, is this true? And the plaintiff is just like, that is true, Your Honor. I withdraw my suit. (laughs) Case closed. Bam. Case closed. (laughs) 
Oh shit! Well, what are, you, what are you feeling? What are you thinking? We just have to guess if someone brought this to court, right? Yeah, that's what it says. Man sued. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't say six, one or anything. I would say honestly, if we really want to get a little so- sobered up, like fucking. I have I have no doubt that somebody read the fine print at the bottom of the ad, didn't see that you know, hey, you know, bikini clad women don't come with fucking Bud Light. And was like, and then fuck you, I'm I suing, this is false advertising. Yeah, it, it wasn't about the bikini, it's the false advertising uh, uh, what is it? suit that they were going for. Yeah. They wanted money. Uh, not like, bikini. I remember a few years ago when the movie Drive came out, someone tried to sue because they're like, look, I was expecting like a Fast and the Furious movie, and I didn't get that. Like, it was false <laughs> advertising. It was called Drive, and there's only one car chase. Like... Well, that just goes to show you the mental capacity of Fast and the Furious fans. Hey, look, this is not about Fast and Furious. Clearly, they're Corona fans, if you know anything about fucking Fast and Furious. They would never bring such a Well, yeah, it's, it's accusation. The they also taste. didn't go see Drive. <laughs> they're like, we know. Oh, that movie That's where Ryan so... Gosling stares? Get out of here. So... He's not part of the family. So, yeah, and I mean, there were no bikini-clad women in Fast and Furious because they were drinking... Corona. Corona. Corona's If for they family. were drinking Bud... Yeah, if they were drinking Anheuser-Busch beer, right, the second Vin Diesel takes a swig, just poof, turns into, like, a jacuzzi-laden after-party right. where everybody's just hanging out, driving cars. Yeah. Obviously, Dude, everybody knows how- that if you drink Corona, you get an ethnically vague... <laughs> baritone man in a white uh, tank top. <laughs> he pops out and he's like, it's all about family. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing in my bedroom? Don't forget the he's lime. Like... <laughs> yeah, he's sitting there with a grill just in your bedroom <laughs> like after drinking Corona. You're like, what the fuck? Just... <laughs> How do you want your steak done? Oh, Vin Diesel's in my house. You know what? I'm going to sue Corona now because when I drink Corona, Vin Diesel doesn't show up to barbecue me something in my backyard. Look, all it said is that all we ever all we ever promised was salute me familia. We never said he'd show up. <laughs> exactly. See? It's the fine print of the fine mm-hmm. print, really. Oh, shit. All right, what do you want? So I, I feel like, yeah, that's true. That's yeah, I, I have no doubt that true. somebody brought this forward. All right, let's do it then. Let's go false that in nine or no true. I'm sorry. Let's go true that in 1991, a Michigan man sued Anheuser Busch for false advertising, claiming that after drinking Bud Light, his fantasies about being surrounded by sexy but cleanly clad women on beaches failed to materialize. Three, two, one, bam! It is true. Nice. As if there was any real doubt. Yep. A lawsuit filed in 1991 by Richard Overton, who brought the claim that a beer behemoth's ads were deceptive because, get this, getting sloshed on Bud Light in your Michigan split level doesn't actually make you irresistible to hot but cleany clad models. He claimed in a real court of law that Bud Light was being advertised as a source of fantasies coming to life involving... (laughs) Otherwise impossible manifestations of tropical settings, beautiful women and men engaged in endless and unrestricted merriment. 
<laughs> the lawsuit was dismissed on account of puffery. The actual legal term for how much an advertiser can legally exaggerate their claims, taking into account if it's intended to be hyperbolic or humorous. <laughs> when fact-checking, I encountered a way cooler Richard Overton, who was once the oldest living man and World War II vet in America. Honored by President Obama in 2013, when asked for Fox 7 Austin, or when asked by Fox 7 Austin for the secret of his long life, he credited God, whiskey, and cigars. I've been smoking cigars from when I was 18 years old, <laughs> and I'm still smoking them 12 a day. Duh. Oh my God. You know, P.S. don't do that. Good old Richard Overton passed away in 2018 at the uh, well, age of 112 and hopefully experiences endless and unrestricted merriment as advertised. Damn. Wow. Okay, so oh, so this dude sued. It gets called, thrown out for, yeah, puffery, which mm -hmm. is definitely a Wayne's World reference. I just somewhere. <laughs> and, uh, dude, I look. I got the solution for this dude. Yet, yet, you take a swig of Bud Light, right? That mm. gets the juices flowing for the merriment, and then you just do a shitload of DMT. Party doesn't stop, bro. <laughs> I think I think the DMT is doing a lot of the heavy lifting there. Hey, doesn't matter. He's like, look at all the bikinis. <laughs> wow, this Bud Light's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, just cut out the middleman. Just do DMT, bro. You've been drinking <laughs> Bud Light all wrong for so many years. <laughs> oh, man. I, I I still stand by. He's like, all I get surrounded with is just like fat old truckers. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Well, there you have it, Joe. It was true. Nice. And we got it right. Go on, no puffery here. Us. No puffery here. Puffery, puffery, and pass that along. We're good. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> All right. Let's go to fact number three. A Dolly Parton impersonator in Las Vegas once sued the Queen of Nashville herself. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I read this wrong. A Dolly Parton impersonator in Las Vegas once sued the Queen of Nashville herself for lost wages because as the years went on, she looked less and less like the country star as she could not afford to keep up with the cosmetic procedures that kept Dolly Parton looking young and perky. Oh, no. Um, hey, look. Dolly Parton's got a lot of work done. Love her. <laughs> but, yeah, listen, I can imagine that would get expensive after a while. Listen, all you have to do is sell yourself as what Dolly Parton should look like. Right, somebody's you like, you stay... don't look like Dolly Parton. Right, like, is she was trying to keep up with current Dolly Parton. Like, just stay, like, young Dolly Parton or whatever. It's like how oh, no, no, all she... Elvis impersonators are just fat Elvis impersonators. But she, see, no, she did. See, that's the problem. She looked like young Dolly Parton, but as the years went on, Dolly Parton continued plastic surgery to look like Dolly Parton, right? Mm -hmm. But she couldn't afford all those plastic surgeries, so she just looked, like, old. You know what I'm saying? So right. So she doesn't really look like Dolly Parton because Dolly Parton got all those plastic surgeries. That's why I'm saying it's like you're the ghost of Christmas what Dolly Parton should have looked like, right? Like, yeah, know, I'm a human being. This is what she'd look like. Like, I'm just saying, if you had big boobs and a big wig and you're singing Jolene, I can put together yeah. who you're trying to be. Yeah, it's true. 
Like you, you can like, mentally, yeah. See, so you just throw some big ass sunglasses. Right. On. Nobody knows the difference. I'm not confused. Like, like who's working nine to five? <laughs> yeah, like it, it, seriously. Wow. Like you said it's like the Tina Turner, huh? <laughs> is that is that Cindy Lauper right now? Okay, I don't, I don't yeah. know who that's supposed to be. Let's uh, again, sing girls just want to have fun. Sing yeah, the, like the a virgin. <laughs> Aren't you Madonna? Is that Lady Gaga out there? Do TikTok. Hey, hey, poker face. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, I I totally get it. Because, like, Elvis impersonators, they throw big-ass sideburns, they get the weird hair, then they're the fat ones, right? Like, like they can literally keep up. Yeah, they don't have to Asian... look like him. There's Asian men who are fat Elvis. Mm. I'm just yep. saying. Yep. Like I get it. I don't. I don't think. I'm not thinking. Like no one's. I think she's losing wages because she's not a good one. Like oh, <laughs> shots fired. We're being pretty hard on an impersonator right now. Hey, hey. Not the person. You come for Dolly Parton's wig. You best fucking not miss. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> All right. Swing for the wig. You better not miss. She's a fucking national <laughs> treasure. <laughs> well, uh, so what do you think though? This is the next about fucking national treasure like, movie. Nick Cage steals Dolly Parton. Okay, he finds out she's is she dead? Did she pass? No, she just got she's inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So she's still alive. So yeah, mm-hmm. maybe, it's, maybe dude. Well, all that plastic surgery, she's gonna live for another thirty years, dude. So half of her is not real. Look, she's. Mostly bionic. I don't think it's unexpected for her to get to buck twenty, a buck thirty. Yeah, yeah, dude. She's uh, it, it's like with inflation, instead of the six million dollar man, she's like the fifty million dollar woman. Probably right. Right. Even. <laughs> so, um, what do you what do you think though? Like, do you think she would have sued? I, I, dude, some of these I just can't tell the difference. I think a lot of these are real because yes, somebody would have tried to do this. Right. So, yeah, this person is angry because she's not working nine to five anymore. So what? What's the what's the gut feeling here? I don't know. You don't know Tennessee as well. I don't either. Like, I mean, I don't have a good Tennessee vibe. I can't imagine there's a big, you know, Dolly person, part Dolly Parton impersonator, uh, club in Tennessee. Why I honestly don't think it would matter that much. What if they had, what if they were so big they had like a union? I mean, there is Dollywood, so yeah, yeah, and you have like Dolly unions in place, and they're just like, all right, Dollies, listen up. First here on the docket, <laughs> the the wig powder that everybody's been using is giving everybody cancer, so cut that out. <laughs> I honestly yeah, think I'm if this woman you. reached out to Dolly Parton, Dolly Parton would give her the name of the plastic surgeon. I, I, well, She's just nice. The money. Like that. That's a problem. That's it's, it's the money though. She can't keep up with the money. Let I'm assuming she doesn't make dolly dolly money doing. Hey, dolly no one asked her to be a Dolly Parton impersonator. Her, <laughs> yes, her face did. She looked, I, dude. If I looked exactly like Hulk Hogan, I'd be a Hulk Hogan impersonator. All right, that's just how like that's the that's the hand I got dealt. I'm not Hulk Hogan, but goddamn, I can look like him. I reject. I reject. I reject this lady. I reject everything about this. 
So wait, so what do you think though? Do you think she actually tried it or is this all made up? No, I don't think so. I don't know why. I just, so you think it's real? I don't think it's real. So you think it's all made up, Dolly Parton? I think it's all no, made up. No. All right, let's go with it. You I don't know why. Yet, except for the first I mean, one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you haven't been wrong except for your 50-50 right now. Yeah, don't worry. I mean, that's the worst odds we have is a 50-50, so. So. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, think this one's probably not true. You just age gracefully, and you can still look like Dolly Parton. Yeah, I'm I mean, like, I don't. still glimmers I, of it. Like, I genuinely don't see this as a problem. Like, I don't know who's going to a Dolly Parton impersonator and like, it's not exact. <laughs> Dude, somebody sees her and like, okay, you said you were an impersonator, but this is bullshit. Right, like, fun. she's not, unless she's trying to sell herself as the real Dolly Parton, like, <laughs> if this is some weird Gallagher 2 fucking situation... <laughs> What if, yeah, what if she went to, like, a wax museum? They're like, we need to sculpt the real Dolly Parton. She's like, I am the real Dolly Parton, and that's how she gets all her money. Yeah. Listen here, Shug. (laughs) Wait a minute. what? It says impersonator. What if impersonator isn't her job? What if she's literally impersonating Dolly Parton? (laughs) Like... And she sued, and now she's in jail because she's like identity, like identity. She's in, thief. yeah, she's in jail because she was using the likeness of Dolly Parton. Yeah, without fucking, yep, there it is. I think we figured this out. No, I don't know yeah. though. I, I, I'll, I'll roll with you if you're feeling false. You sure? I'm, I'm all in, baby. All right, I'm like, because I'm mostly basing it off of my love of Dolly Parton, hatred of this impersonator. Okay. Uh, I'm all in, Shug. All right. I was like, I got no scientific backing here. It's all... <laughs> it's all very biased. When do we ever? When do we uh, ever? No, oh, that's right. You can't see my room of red yarn. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Yeah, we get you on camera. It's like Dolly Parton shit everywhere. I'm like, no wonder you hate the impersonator. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's go false, then, that a Dolly Parton impersonator... In Las Vegas, once sued the Queen of Nashville herself for lost wages because she kept getting older and she couldn't afford the surgeries to stay young like Dolly Parton. Three, two, one, bam! It is false! Yeah! <laughs> it's true that Dolly is no stranger to cosmetic surgery. She once told Miu, Mia, Mia, if I see something sagging, bagging, or dragging, I'm gonna have it nipped, tucked, or sucked. That said, the impersonator <laughs> lawsuit is made up. But if it sounded just ridiculous enough to be true, it probably is because there have been lawsuits brought against celebrities just for looking like ordinary people who don't appreciate the fame that once comes with being a celebrity doppelganger. For Time Magazine in 2006, a man named Alan Heckard sued Michael Jordan and Nike for stealing his likeness, claiming he was entitled to $460 million for Jordan being so famous that he couldn't go anywhere without being peppered with, hey, aren't you that guy from Space Jam? The six-foot-tall Oregonian Oregonian, Oregonian, had to drop the lawsuit when he couldn't prove any actual damages. Okay, so I'm I'm looking at the picture here. I'll share my my screen for you. I think I've seen it. Like, he doesn't really look like michael jordan (laughs) oh he doesn't this is him yeah he's a black man who's kind of tall (laughs) yeah like isn't michael jordan like six six 
Like, how's this six-foot dude getting tricked into, like... No one thinks you play NBA, average size man. Okay, I, I will tell you this right now, okay? I will tell you this right now. This guy fucked up six ways to Sunday. And I'm, like, mm. a little upset over it. So, okay, let's say this is all true, right? Let's say he just can't go anywhere without being like, Are you Michael Jordan? Dunk or something! You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And first mistake he made, asking for $416 million, yep. right? Go on and ask for, like, 500 k yeah. yeah. That's 500 k Nike probably just give it to you to shut the fuck up. You're like, cool. Or Thanks. call Michael Jordan and be like, yo, I'll go do press junkets you don't want to do. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, Let's treat this like Saddam Hussein. Let's have body doubles. <laughs> yes, like pitch the case. <laughs> yeah. Next up, next up, like who's getting upset over being mistaken for a fucking celebrity? Like, right. I, I, I get that, like, some people may, like, be upset about it. But if, like, it, I, I continuously get flocked by, like, looking f- like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio or some other, like, hot celebrity, I'm just like, I don't own it. I'm like, yeah, I'm Leo. You know what I mean? Like, the worst thing that's going to happen to you is you're going to sleep with some hot chicks and get some free beers by people because they want to party with Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, Look, like, you just go, okay, I'm out. Yeah. Like, the worst that's going to happen is you're going to get some free Nikes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get some out promo of here. Nike. You, you walk in, they're like, holy shit, just take him. Just take him, Mike. Go go, yeah. go dunk on somebody. You're like, thanks. See Clearly. Ya. Like, if you look so much like Michael Jordan, just go to the Nike and be like, can I get some shoes? Yeah. Can I? Dude, these are actually technically my brand. Can I, can I yeah. take these, please? Come on, man. Yeah. Do you have these in Michael Jordan size? Also, if you don't want to be recognized as Michael Jordan, just say you're not Michael Jordan. <laughs> like, like, hey, are you Michael Jordan? Just like, no, I'm not. Yeah. Pull, like, honestly, I mean, if you don't want to, like, pull the race card out. You're like, what? All of us black people look the same? That's what I would. Yeah, that shuts people You will quick, stop like... getting flocked by people because white people don't want to feel awkward. You're just like, okay, yes, my name is Michael Jordan. Okay, but it's Michael Peter Jordan. All right. Look. Yeah. And yes, I look like Michael Jordan. Yeah, I'm tall. Yeah, I can dunk on people. And yes, I was in Space Jam, but I played a tree. Okay? I didn't play <laughs> Michael Jordan. I have met him. He's a nice guy. Okay? Look. I may have done some stunt work for him in the past. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, people had a hard time telling us apart, all right? But I am not Michael Jordan. <laughs> Look, I you was famous in my up. own right before he got famous. Dude, I was yeah, also a tree on the set of Predator, so. <laughs> Dude, yeah, like, think about that. Like, would anybody fucking, if you look kind of like the guy, and they're like, holy shit, you Michael Jordan? And you're like, no, but I was a stunt double. I played the guy that made the last slam dunk in Space Jam. Right, right. Like, I just, who's like, gonna I don't, fucking be like, "That's not you." Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know who. Like, if he's in the grocery store, it's not Michael Jordan. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, if you're rolling around Portland and you're in the Whole Foods, yeah, it's not Michael Jordan, <laughs> dude. If you're, even if he's walking around. 
and he looks exactly like Michael Jordan. If you don't hear, I want to fly like an eagle as he walks by, it's not Michael not, Jordan. Not Michael Jordan, okay? Uh, <laughs> oh, but the writer said, but it could be uh, yay. It could be, yeah, it could be, it could be yay. Dude. Oh, think of all the fucking Kanye West impersonators right now. Holy shit. Let's oh, give a boy. shout out to those impersonators, right? They are hope, having a hard hope, time right now. I hope they all sue for lost wages. Oh, dude. Thoughts and prayers to the Look, fucking Kanye West. I, start a I had two dozen bar mitzvahs lined up. all the Kanye West. Oh, man. Oh, just think of the people who come out and be like, you fucking Nazi. It's like, bro, that ain't me. No, you don't understand. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude. Uh, I'm, look, I'm Gold Digger era Kanye. It's fine. <laughs> I'm Kanye when he was still called Kanye. Dude, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I'm not a Yee impersonator. I'm a Kanye West impersonator. Look. <laughs> I'm the one that did the collab with fucking Daft Punk. Leave me alone. <laughs> Look, I'm just guest rapping on Katy Perry songs. <laughs> oh, shout out to those people. Thoughts and fucking prayers. Oh, man. They are going through some hard oh, times right now. Man, think, think Jesus about walks kind of indeed. celebrity. Oh, man. Dude, anytime, anytime, I didn't think about that, impersonator, like, how much work do you think a Mel Gibson impersonator got after Mel Gibson? Oh, man, that was <laughs> big dive in that shit. industry. Seriously. Yeah, I'm a, I would imagine they would sue for lost wages because he's a fucking Nazi. That could actually, yeah. that could actually be a thing, so... Oh, man. Clip it. Clip it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, we got it right. Good for us. <laughs> um. So what is that? Oh, see, we're coming back, dude. Two for three. Look, yeah. Fuck yeah. Look, right, it was dude, a tight race, to... and it, you know, it got down to a runoff, but we're coming back. <laughs> yeah. We're like the state of Georgia. Ah. Do you think the Herschel Walker impersonators are smarter than Herschel Walker? Look, there is no Herschel Walker impersonator. Okay. <laughs> Herschel Walker's just Look, like, I'm his oh, one God. season at the Dallas Cowboys Herschel Walker <laughs> impersonator. <laughs> yeah, you have to wear a Cowboys jersey just to fucking differentiate. Yeah, look, okay. Oh. I was I was the God, good it's... season. Yeah, like think of that, like OJ, the all the OJ impersonators. Oh boy! God dang! They're just like guys. I, I, uh, what would he play for? San Francisco Buffalo Bills. OJ. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was he... the. I think it was the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Yeah, and then I thought he had a small stint on the 49ers. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't matter. He's just it's like a bit, I'm it was a little bit before OJ, my time. Leave me alone. Yeah, me too. <laughs> right, like, like my OJ was, you know, alleged murderer OJ. So, yeah, that's true. Mine too. God, that sucks. <laughs> Honestly, he's probably like. There's probably still a bunch of impersonators on the Hollywood Strip. Yeah, there probably is. They probably. Thanks, Ryan Murphy. Too. <laughs> yeah. 
Just a bunch of OJ guys trying to put on ill-fitting gloves. They're just like, uh, uh, not gonna work. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. How All can right. I stab someone when my stabbing gloves don't fit? Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> you even say it's my stabbing gloves. Um... <laughs> It, the writer says, "Yeah, verified Bills and Niners." So you're right. Yeah, I think I think he did just a small stint on the Niners, and then yeah, right, it was a Buffalo Bill. So, all right, dude, let's jump to fact number four. In 1994, a lawyer from Illinois successfully defended his client against a suspended license violation by having a clerk sit next to him during the trial instead of the defendant, who was seated in the audience. This caused the cop on the stand to misidentify the person sitting at the table as the man he arrested, giving the defense ultimate the ultimate gotcha moment. Oh, that's too good. True. I'm going to go rapid fire. That's got to be true. That's oh, too we good. Wanna, we, wanna, we rapid firing this one? I, I'm feeling I'm, it. All right. We're going to go true that in 1994, a lawyer from Illinois successfully defended his client against suspended license by tricking the arresting officer to identify the clerk and send it as offended. Three, two, one. Let's go! One! It is true! <laughs> yeah! Bam! Oh, from the 1994 New York Times article by uh, Jan Hoffman. And the judge was super pissed. He ordered an immediate not guilty verdict, found the lawyer in contempt, and, f- <laughs> and fined him for conduct calculated to embarrassment. Wait a minute. Oh, shit. So the judge fucked the lawyer that did it. Mm. See, because found the so wait, let me read more because maybe it was the lawyer on the prosecutor side, but I don't I don't know, man, because it says uh, said not guilty, so the guy got out, but then right. he found the lawyer in content and fined him for conduct calculated to embarrass the court. The lawyer's tactics. Hold on, I got. Oh yeah, it was it was the defense lawyer. Yeah, so it's the guy that calculated right. the whole thing the lawyer's tactics were unusual and highly unethical but not strictly forbidden in some circumstances for example the requirement is that the defendant is present doesn't specify where but the judge reasoned that he could have been told about the stunt in advance the cl- oh okay so he's not pissed off that it, it worked he's pissed off that he's like you didn't you didn't loop me in on the joke this That's- this was totally not worthy and dude, I, I could have been no swing. I, I was just about. I was like, dude, fucking swing and a miss, bro. <laughs> I was. I could have been in on. I could have been your dude. So, <laughs> you remember that time they switched the defendant? Cha, I was there. Right? <laughs> are you are you mental? Right. God. Um. The clever move that had plenty of lawyer support. With the president of the National Associate of Criminal Defense Lawyers writing, we ought to give the guy a medal. One law professor said that this case is now used in ethics to highlight the pointlessness of in-court IDs. State attorney Barbara Priner Priner, suggested a less deceptive option to similar test the officer's recall would have been to seat. Uh, leave the seat at the table empty and place both the defendant and, a lo- and the lookalike in the audience somewhere and then ask the cop to point him out. There's one precedent in 1981. A lawyer in the state of Washington was defending a man charged with illegal salmon fishing. 
The lawyer placed the defendant in the press box and a man clad in jeans, boots, and fish and a fish vest at the table. <laughs> Two state eyewitnesses misidentified the man at the table as the defendant in the case. The Ninth Circuit said, well done, and they promptly found the lawyer in criminal contempt. <laughs> Look, you don't well, understand. Like, this is a small fishing town. Everybody's got fishing gear, okay? Yeah. Your yeah, defendant a- said he knew what I did last summer, but he can't even identify me. Look, this is the best I can wear. My fishing... Uh, you're just lucky I'm not wearing my slacker, okay? <laughs> or whatever they call the uh, the overalls that are, like, rubbery. You said my client stabbed a guy with a hook, but you can't even point him out. <laughs> Why is the lawyer a valley girl now? <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> But, like, see, here's, that's the funny part, though. It's, like, where's Waldo with, like, somebody you met, like, once in your life? Right. You know what I mean? You're just like, all right, which of these guys shot that dude? And you're like, oh, fuck. Was I paying attention? Like, I Oh, shit, I didn't know there'd be a visual aid on this test. (laughs) Yeah. Shit. Like, that would be so funny. Okay, like, imagine this. It's like a murder trial. You seat the dude somewhere innocuously in the audience, and then you just put a guy that kind of looks like the defendant with, like, blood-stained clothing, like, in the <laughs> fucking defendant spot. Like, yeah, I guess I did it. He's got, like, a knife, too. He's like, look at me. I, I must have done it. <laughs> He's the guy with the blood on the knife and the blood over his clothes, Your Honor. Case closed. <laughs> Obviously, he's the killer. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, what if you just made an audience full of people that just look like this guy? Like, right. Well, Your Honor, it's, I'm having a tough time pointing. And then in order to look like him, do they have to take the, like, the, the restraints off? Like, what stops you from being like, later, bitches? Just, like, running. Like, I guess I mean, that would just make you look more guilty? Uh, maybe. Illegal salmon fishing, man, they'll they'll nail you in Washington, dude. They don't fuck around with that. So, <laughs> there you have yeah. it, man. <laughs> Which one, Your Honor? Which one? Uh, the guy that looks uh, evil. It was, the, it, was, it was the guy in, in the jeans and flannel. It's Washington. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, it, he also had a big beard. It's Washington. <laughs> yeah, it, but his flannel was ripped at the sleeves. Oh, God. He had a was hole there anything in specific the, about this man? He had a hole in the jeans, Your Honor. Okay? Oh, man. It's his stone he, had a ch- he had a chain wallet. Motherfucker. <laughs> he was drinking coffee, Your Honor. That's jurors 8 through 12. They're guilty. Send them to jail. <laughs> Obviously, the jury murdered this man. <laughs> I heard him say Starbucks is overrated. <laughs> he says he knows a sweet microbrew that he could direct you to if you'll just listen to his. Give him an innocent verdict. Oh, shit. Well, he did it. We did it, Joe. We'd be lawyers now if we could, and we'd just switch around everybody. But it sounds like both <laughs> times 
they get uh it says that uh the lawyer just or not the lawyer the the, the writers texted me he it sounds like this guy won the takes a uh, case but he got sanctioned so it sounds like when the lawyer does these kind of things they get in trouble but they do win right which is hilarious stop using identification fuck yeah i like or how the like, lawyer do- gets in trouble for pointing out the loophole yeah so like, instead of closing the loophole, you're like, hey, yeah, don't seriously. outsmart me. <laughs> Fucking for real here. Like, what was it for? It was uh, drinking and, oh, uh, suspended license. Yeah. So eh, that guy's a little bit more dangerous, I would think, than an illegal salmon fisherman. But I don't know. Maybe there's a huge salmon black market that we're not aware of. <laughs> hey, have you ever, like, you ever been hit with a salmon? That's a deadly weapon. That man, your honor, it's the man holding two salmon. He's the one that did it. He used him as nunchucks. Yeah, the guy with the bloody salmon. He murdered him. It's Washington. You need to be more specific. (laughs) Yeah. Who hasn't killed a guy with a fucking raw salmon? All right? Look, he made some sushi afterwards. Motherfucker. God damn it. That's half the audience. Yeah, he says the sun gets too bright on a sunny day. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> oh, God. All right. We got it right, though, dude. Dude, we're, we're three and uh, we're, we're three and one, or three and four. We got one more, dude. We might go four and one. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Fact number five. In 1991, a New York judge presiding over a real estate transaction dispute issued an uh, opinion that suspected poltergeist infestations must be disclosed to potential buyers. Holy shit. Oh, wait, hold on. The New York, a New York judge presided over a real estate transaction dispute issued an opinion that suspected poltergeist. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Why wouldn't you tell people about a poltergeist? Come on. <laughs> Your Honor, <laughs> Slimer from Ghostbusters currently occupies this home. I do not think... The homeowners would appreciate purchasing this this estate without the knowledge of a Slimer. Now, I might just be a small-town <laughs> lawyer, but clearly the law only states you have to admit when a murder has been committed, not when a dead person who used to be alive resides in the house. Now, I might be a big city <laughs> folk lawyer. But I, why, I, why does the I city folk a, lawyer sound like me? Because we're all from Kentucky. <laughs> now, now, as a rebuttal to your to your previous uh, narrative, I do say that the resulting ghost is because of the murder which you had to previously disclose. Disclose. I rest my case, Your Honor. Now, clearly, what my my colleague has failed to mention is the existence of Ghostbusters who opened up a door to the other dimension. How are we supposed to disclose a murder when we can't even disclose whether this property is in the even in the United States? Now, now, now your order, your order. We have to be reasonable and scientific about these proceedings. 
That event, or phenomenon if you will, occurred in 1985. And the Ghostbusters have cleared out all the resulting ghosts and spirits and phantoms. So this home is occupied by a newly murdered person who is a ghost now. I rest my case. <laughs> now, if it appears the court, I'd like to ask the stenographer to read a little bit from witness number two. What was the question when asked if there was any ghosts inside the house? Uh, witness number two said, there is no ghosts, only Zool. <laughs> Rest my case. Your Honor, my argument was on behalf of a spirit occupying this house. I was not aware of any Babylonian gods occupying this home. So the prosecution west rests. We withdraw. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real court proceeding, I think. That's exactly how a court works. <laughs> Joe Burns, lawyers Esquire. <laughs> Attorney at law. Right? <laughs> Oh shit! Um, but I—I I mean, in all the seriousness, if people vacated a home because of a suspected poltergeist, I—I kind of like to know that. Because even if there's I no mean, ghosts, right? Even right, if there's no like, ghosts, mm -hmm. what noises are happening in this house? Like, what if the you know the house kind of like big houses kind of come to a rest or they they settle mm -hmm. and they make creaks and shit? Like, what if the creak is like, "Help me!" Like Wait. you're like, "Whoa!" Yeah, like what is like. Like, what if it was a gas leak and they just called it a poltergeist? You know, like, <laughs> you know, the it's like, no, 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 like, it's not a gas leak. It's a, it's a, it's a poltergeist. You know, yeah, the, just, a, it's just some angry leak. spirits. It's fine. I got oh, my cousin Vinny. He's got this great dream catcher. You just put it up. All bad spirits go away. Never mind the smell. Yeah. The, yeah these poltergeists like have some serious gas or something, man. Smells right? like fucking rotten eggs in this house. It's, uh, it's, it's fine. It goes away. Look, a little, little Febreze, a little dream catcher. All right? Maybe some candles. You're good. <laughs> get, burn some sage. That'll get rid of it. Yeah. You know, I got I got a sage guy. Uh, like, we're, we're joking about a poltergeist, but I have a feeling that, like, someone said, oh, it's a poltergeist, but that still meant someone was murdered in the house. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a poltergeist murder room, Your Honor. Case closed. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> yeah, the gas leak sounded like, get out. Whoa, what was that? <laughs> Holy shit. The mold on the wall spells, spells you're dead. <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit! But like, okay, so in 1901, so what do you think? A judge, a judge had to come out and say, "What, just what year was this?" 1991. 1991. Just, okay. Yes, just uh, just a couple years after Ghostbusters. I mean, was the house built on top of a Native American burial ground? Oh, that house! I wouldn't go near that house. Right. <laughs> that house. I mean, a burial ground with a poltergeist and. Cannibal zombie vampires. That house is cursed. <laughs> Someone removed the skull from the ground. Clearly. You stupid fool. <laughs> oh, shit. 
yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I'd say 90s is kind of a Wild West time for the law, you know? I mean... Every time's the Wild West for the law, as it turns out. It kind of it is. So, um, we, but I mean, like, like, we're joking about the poltergeist thing, but it's like, something leads to people thinking there's a poltergeist. So I'd imagine, you know, health code or something mm-hmm. would come into play. Like, yes, you have to disclaim if someone was like... I think there's a poltergeist. Like, no, that's just a leaky pipe. <laughs> right. But well, so important information to have. You want to know some crazy? Like, why did someone of- think there were ghosts in the house? In, in the state of Arizona, they do not even have to d- disclose if a murder occurred. You can ask that's for fucked. that information, but there is no obligation for them to tell you. I believe. That's right? fucked. Yeah. Like so, ghosts, uh, potential hauntings. You know, I don't, I don't, if it doesn't impact the house as is, like, if there was mold or a a rodent or something infestation or something like that, or, like, bad, like, those kind of things, Mm -hmm. a good home inspector would have to point out, and then they have to disclose it, but there are definitely, like, big loopholes in that, you know what I mean? Like, if the home inspector doesn't catch it, you're kind of fucked. Like, you're on a sinkhole! Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, fucking crazy, dude. I mean... I don't know. I'm. I don't know about you, but I'm. Uh, I want to roll with it. I think it's true. Yeah, my go. My ghost radar is kind of tingling right now. I feel like it's true. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ghost senses, but I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Mm-hmm. Just to be clear. Oh. Right. Oh shit. <laughs> what? So there's something strange in your neighborhood. It's probably black mold. Yeah. <laughs> Who get call? Mold inspectors. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the health inspector. Yeah, seriously. Fucking A, dude. Yeah, call. What is that from, Casper? Who you gonna call? Somebody else. <laughs> Ma- ma'am, you just have black mold, which has hallucinogenic properties. You should get that looked at. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad, Ghostbusters. Right. <laughs> uh, all right, dude. So we're going We're going through? <laughs> I... I have exercised the mold. This house has been bleached. (laughs) All right, let's go true that in 1991, a New York judge presiding over a real estate transaction dispute issued an opinion that said suspected poltergeist infestations must be disclosed to potential buyers. Three, two, one, bam! It is true! Nice. After the man purchased a home in Nyack, New York, he he heard from the neighbors that it was rumored to be haunted and was actually promoted commercially as a haunted house by the previous owners. In states where the courts err strictly on the side of buyer beware, sellers can be exempt from disclosing really important things like termites, crumbling foundations, or known structure defects. But for this judge, the list of things a buyer must be told about begins and ends with ghosts and ruled that the seller had a duty to warn about hauntings and rescind the purchase this case went through a bunch wow. of appeals i didn't read so not sure if it eventually <laughs> but presumably new york has classified their poltergeist loop since then i was clarified their poltergeist loop since then there is a decades or there is decades of case law where people tried to sue haunted house attractions after being frightened, injured, or distressed. And I'm happy to report that they overwhelmingly get thrown out on account of haunted houses are supposed to be scary. Score one for common sense. Damn. 
Like, I don't know what happened. He jumped out at me, and I jumped into the wall of machetes. Right. I'm also like, if you're buying a house that's more than 30 years old, there's a good chance there's a there's been a dead person in there. Hey, don't say that. Don't say that. My house is like 40 years old, bro. Oh. Oh, you were sitting to- on top of a grave. Oh, God damn it. That's not a good sign. <laughs> we talk about that. We're like, what if there's like a skeleton in the wall? <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Oh, terrifying. So, yeah. Yeah. Go haunted houses. Go buy a house in New York. Go talk to that judge. You're just like, eh, I don't like it. Tell him you hear some chains and wailing or something. He'll rescind the uh, send the person. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, what if that same judge is like, uh, I order you to pay for the extermination of said poltergeist, and the normal fee for a Ghostbusters is $2,000 per hour. Case closed. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we gotta hire some Ghostbusters. (laughs) Oh, so we did it, dude! Fucking did it. We made, uh, we got four out of five. It's pretty good, dude. Is it is it an assisted five for five this week? It could be. We have a bonus. We have a bonus. Are you ready? Ooh, ooh, let's go. Plus one bonus if you can guess which was a real punishment handed down in a court of law. Is it a a George a judge ordered two teen boys who destroyed a nativity scene sentenced to walk down the street with a donkey and a side that read "Sorry for the jackass offense." B, mm-hmm. a judge ordered 46 people to jail because a cell phone went off during a hearing. C, a judge sentenced violators for of a noise ordinance to listen to an hour of extremely loud Barry Manilow. Or D, all the above. So, okay, wait. Oh, fuck. I know B, B is true. We know B is true. That was on a previous Allegedly! Yeah. <laughs> this is way before the writer got involved, actually, so... But right. this is like num. This is like episode two, right? Yeah, so that, that dude. Was now like, the question is: Is it B or D? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's exactly it. I, let's fucking ride the lightning, dude. Let's go D. Fuck it. I'm all about it. I'm all about that D. Let's do the D. <laughs> all right, here we go. We're gonna go D. All the above. Three, two, one. Bam. It is D! And she puts, <laughs> God bless America! <laughs> oh. Oh, so, so, yeah, they, they ordered the teen boys to walk around with a donkey, and then fucking a John Senses violators and noise artists to listen to an hour of extremely loud Barry Manilow, which probably just mellowed him out. It's Barry Manilow. Right? Come on. That's fine. He's like, you want loud? Wait. <laughs> Barry? Fucking Manilope, everybody. Oh, shit. All right, we did it, dude. We went and assisted five for five this week. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, we nailed it. We're, we're, ending the, we're ending this year strong. Oh, yeah, dude. We only got a couple more and then the end of the year. Woo! <laughs> All right, dude. You want to you wanna, you wanna close this one out? Let's do it. And there you have it. That was this week's Allegedly podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed it and you want to see more of us, follow us at all the social medias at Allegedly. If you'd like to get a hold of us, email us at allegedly.podcast at gmail.com. 
Or if you just want to kick around and keep on listening, you can find us every Monday, wherever you're listening to your podcast right now. And until next time. Allegedly world. Allegedly world. Allegedly world. <laughs> Party time. Excellent. Excellent. And now for something completely different. Give him the Scooby-Doo ending, Joe. (laughs) Mr. Jenkins, the creepy janitor. (laughs) I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you pesky podcasters and your stupid randomizing robot, too. (laughs) Randomizing robot? Rare. (laughs) Yeah.